Welcome to the Changing Worldviews podcast with Sharon Hughes, broadcast journalism you can trust to bring you the truth regarding the issues of our day and the worldviews behind them, politically, culturally, and religiously. For such a time as this. Freeing the minds of the brainwashed masses. Now, here's Sharon. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today on the show. Merry Christmas, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode here. This is our Christmas special, and I am so excited to bring you some of my favorite songs and some inspirational stories, things that will be an encouragement and hopefully an uplift to your soul as we honor the real reason for this season. And of course, that is the birth of the Savior of the world, Emmanuel, God with us, as the angel told Mary, and you shall call his name Jesus. I'm also looking forward to sharing with you my thoughts about 2024. That will be coming up on our next episode. I actually am encouraged by what I believe this year will bring. In the midst of continual turmoil, there's going to be some wonderful things that are going to happen, I believe. And so I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. But for now, this is our Christmas special. May you be encouraged. Merry Christmas. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. I was thinking about the Christmas story, as I imagine you have. As a matter of fact, Dwayne and I were talking about this morning that the humble shepherds were visited by an angel. That angel happened to be Gabriel and told them, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great news that shall be to all people today in the city of David is born unto you a Savior who will save his people from their sins. And of course, that's talking about Jesus. And then after that announcement, Gabriel wasn't by himself anymore, but a whole multitude, the Bible says, a multitude of angels appeared. Now, can you imagine what that would be like to be a shepherd? It's one thing to have, you know, all of a sudden, like an angel appears, but then a multitude of angels? Well, in the Greek, that actually speaks of a, quote, full-fledged army. The word is multidudo in Latin, 
meaning multitude, great number. In other words, the shepherds saw a whole army of angels. And I was reading some commentary about this, and it's estimated based on different verses in the Bible that talks about thousands and ten thousands and thousands of thousands of angels. Somebody figured it out that thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of thousands is estimated there probably are over a trillion angels, guardian angels, warring angels, messenger angels. Yeah, I'd like to challenge us to do a bigger study on this whole issue. Of course, we don't want to make angels the object of our worship, but it would be an interesting study about the activity of angels throughout the Bible. And then think about the wise men. The standard depiction is three wise men came and they came to the manger and gave the gifts. Actually, the Bible says they came to their house. So Jesus was a couple years old by the time the wise men got to the house. But how did they know? Well, the secular culture, even if they tell the story, say they were astrologers, and so they read the stars, but actually that's not correct. The Bible itself tells us about them, and in a nutshell, this is the truth. The prophet Daniel, who was in exile in Babylon, actually Daniel chapter 2, tells us that the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar promoted Daniel to the ranks of the great in Babylon. He actually made Daniel a ruler, an official of great power over his kingdom, made him the chief over all of the wise men, which were known as magi of Babylon. Now, he held that post for the rest of his very long life. And he educated the Magi about what the Bible talks about, the coming of a Messiah, a king who would be savior, that he would be born of a virgin, that he would be born in Bethlehem. The prophet Isaiah talked about that. So the Magi, the wise men that took that journey, for what purpose? To worship him. They brought him gifts. As somebody said, what are the chances of, you know, of heathen or pagan astrologers making that travel for who knows how long it took them to Bethlehem to give honor, to worship the son of a deity that they didn't worship? That in itself should cause us to realize that they were not pagan astrologers, but that they believed Daniel and they went to see what Daniel had told them would take place. Yeah. And if you study gold, frankincense, and myrrh, the gifts that the Magi brought him, gold represented royalty, frankincense represented worship. I mean, if you've gone to an Orthodox church and they use the incense in the churches, that's frankincense. And myrrh, you know what myrrh was used for? For burial, which was prophetic for Jesus being crucified and dying, as the angel Gabriel said, saving his people from their sin. Of course, on Easter, we celebrate his resurrection. I'm one of those that believes. I'm part of the percentage that still believes in Jesus Christ. Are you? I'll just say this. When I became a Christian at the age of 26, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. A real encounter with the living God and coming to know unconditional love for the first time in my life. I don't know if you've experienced that or not, but let me just invite you. No better time than now. Just ask a simple question. Jesus, if you're real, will you let me know? And if you mean that sincerely in your heart, he will let you know. 
You have to be open, you have to be willing, and then wait. He'll answer you in a way that will be very personal for you. And to that end, favorite song by the Collingsworth family.
We'll be right back. This is Gail from California, and it seems like before I started hiking Aloe Apex and the GFM, it was like walking uphill. Everything seemed to be an effort, and about two weeks after I started taking it, I noticed I was moving faster, had more energy, was doing stuff, and it was just like, wow. And then after about a month, it really started kicking in, and I was just so happy. If you go to apexhealth.life backslash Sharon, you can get a 25% discount or call 833-334-5433. Again, 833-334-5433. On the field of battle, common men do uncommon things. I was in the uh, Marine Corps and I wanted to be the best. He walked a different walk when he was in that uniform. They volunteer to protect our freedom. I was ambushed in Afghanistan on my third deployment. My truck ran over an anti-tank landmine. We've had phone calls interrupted by mortars. We see the physical scars, but there's spiritual scars, a lot of pain. Uh, We've been separated twice. He was standing on the end of the bed, screaming at me, incoming, incoming, get down, get down. I would have a gun to my head I need my marriage to be saved. Samaritan's Purse is wanting to try to save the marriages of these men and women who have served our country so valiantly. This has given us hope. Before we got here, our marriage was, it was broken. It was falling apart. The chaplains know they were in the bunker and huddled down, and they know that fear. It's an honor to be able to serve these men and women here at Operation Heal Our Patriots, because they've given so much. Getting to see my husband accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior, it's amazing. It's amazing to see God take a hold of a life that has been damaged through war, and then all of a sudden come to a place where they realize they've got help that they haven't been able to find anywhere else. We pay their expenses, but it's a weekend retreat where it's focused again on marriages. We need your help. We need your support for us at Samaritan's Purse to be able to do programs like Operation Heal Our Patriots. We need people to stand by us financially to do it. It's an expensive program, but it's worth every penny investing in these men and women that have suffered so much for our freedom and for our nation. To those that are still overseas and are listening to this broadcast, thanks to the internet, we just want you to know that we're praying for the day when you will be home again.
From Amy Grant's Christmas album, A Christmas to Remember, 
You know, when I think about our troops away from home, I remember when my husband Dwayne was in the jungles of Vietnam, Dwayne said that it was especially at night that his thoughts turned towards home and at Christmas time towards the Christmas story. That's been a favorite song of mine for decades now by the Boone sisters. You know, Pat Boone's daughters. Just beautiful harmony. Well, another that has been around for decades is A Christmas Carol and oftentimes referred to, at least in movies, as Scrooge. Well, Charles Dickens said, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all year. And wouldn't that be wonderful if we all did that? And of course, I'm not talking about the commercial part of Christmas. I'm talking about peace and goodwill towards all men. And to that end. It was 1983 on a snowy Christmas Eve with my family.
Christmas wish lives on. It's the thing I pray when the holidays draw near. You see, the news is still real sad. And people, they're both good and bad. But you just might cope if you spread some hope and cheer. Sharon Hughes, your genuine alternative voice, bringing you commentary on the issues that matter most. If you'd like to change the world, won't you partner with us? For a donation of $15 a month, you'll receive our monthly Best of the Best program on CD and Sharon's monthly Saying It Like It Is letter, plus our facts, stats, and other helpful info booklet. Just go to changingworldviews.com slash donation page and sign up today to begin receiving all these benefits now. You'll not only help us stay on the air in your area, but it's a way to let Sharon know you're standing with her. The Salvation Army is more than just a red kettle at Christmas. It's a shelter for me and my children. It's a home and assistance I need. It's a week in the great outdoors. It's a warm meal, a comforting word after you've lost everything. When you donate to the Salvation Army, expect change. You know, I want to encourage us to not in any way become cynical about the commercialization of Christmas. That may be going on, but that doesn't mean that it needs to affect our Christmas. And here's another song that I love from the Collingsworth family that reminds us that no matter what's going on, we can do Christmas ourselves like we mean it. We huddled up in January round the rowing fire Then spring arrived and everything turned green We made a thousand memories beneath the summer sky October found us walking hand in hand through autumn leaves Now once again Trimming up the tree And packages 
Love that song. Love the sentiment of the song. We can do Christmas like we mean it. We can enjoy it. We can be lighthearted. We can experience joy and peace and love. It will just allow ourselves, regardless of what's going on around us or even going on in our own personal lives, we can choose to celebrate Jesus's birthday 
Now, I'm sure it was quite different for Mary and Joseph. Imagine that long journey of a very pregnant woman on the back of a donkey and Joseph walking and finally getting to Bethlehem because they had to be there for the census. And everybody else was there. And by the time they got there, there was no room to be found anywhere for them. And one innkeeper allowed them to use their stable. It was pretty much a cave and it wasn't sanitary. It didn't smell good. I mean, just stop and think about what that might have been like. If we want to know what God is really like, all we have to do is look at Jesus and the Christmas story. And I want to play a song that has become a favorite, not just of mine, but millions and millions of people, written by Mark Lowry 30 years ago. I couldn't believe that it's been that long since it came out. The message says it all. The blind will see the dead. 
Lord is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Did you know The great, the great I And it's appropriate to close out with one of the all-time favorite songs at Christmas time, Oh Holy Night. And this rendition is by Danny Gokey. Love is love. 
As I have closed out our Christmas special shows for years now, this was when all of our grandchildren were still little. Today, some are in high school, some are in college, some are graduated, and one is only two years old. But don't you just love the sound of little children's voices? So Merry Christmas from Dwayne and I and our family to you. Until I see you next time, this is Sharon Hughes saying it like it is. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Changing Worldviews. You can follow Sharon on social media or listen to her on many online platforms. Just go to our website, changingworldviews.com, for all the links. And until next time, stay informed, stay alert, because we are indeed living in a changing world.